The following is a presentation of the Eastern Michigan Sports Network from Learfield. Straight from the 734, it's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Your chance to get in on the action. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all, Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. My week in the transition to midweek football means we turn our attention to the hoops on this episode of the Eastern Insider. I'm Greg Steiner. I'm Alex Jewell. What a way to get things going. Stan Heath in his exhibition debut, able to go on the road and knock off the Oakland University Grizzlies last week. Uh, They'll get one more chance at an exhibition game coming up against Goshen on Friday night before the regular season gets going against Indiana on that Tuesday afterwards. Women's basketball gets their chance tonight. If you're listening Monday, they will host the Concordia Cardinals tonight here at the Convo. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting night here at the Convo. We get some real live basketball in action. If you're listening right now before tip time at 7 o'clock, you can make your way out to Ypsilanti. It's free admission, general admission tonight to see Coach Castro and company. They've got a lot of new exciting players, just like the men's basketball roster. Both up and down have been uh, a little bit revamped, have some returners as well. So a great opportunity to come out and see some basketball. And just the start of an exciting season, both teams have awesome schedules lined up, some really good home games that you'll be able to see some really good competition against other group of five and power five competition. So um, it's going to be a really fun basketball season, Greg, and you said it. We usually talk so much football this week, transitioning a little bit because tomorrow night is the big game on ESPN2, 7.30 kick time from Toledo, Eastern Michigan, looking to become bowl eligible for the fourth time under Coach Creighton, looking to win inside Toledo's glass bowl for the first time since 1999. So we'll be all the way back onto the football track next week, hopefully after a big win before EMU's next home game against Ohio. But you said it today is all about basketball, the look ahead. And Greg, it's probably out of any episode we've ever done, the least you're going to hear from us because both head coaches, Stan Heath and and, Carl, um, and Fred Castro, <laughs> sat down with Tom Helmer, WEMU play-by-play man for both teams this season, back for another year to talk about their seasons ahead. Yeah, certainly. You will need a program and a roster for a little bit as you get things going. Uh, the men's side with so many new faces. And even on the women's side, there are a lot of different people People in places that you may not be familiar with, and and that's a good thing. Change is good in that aspect. Uh, you will see no more zone in a lot of ways out of the men's side, and I know that's something the fan base has been clamoring for, wanting an up-temple offense. And you'll hear from Coach Heath as he talks a lot about the offense. He wants to run an NBA system and and make sure kids are put in systems and situations to excel. You're going to continue to see that, and on the women's side. We always know Coach Castro will find some ways to dial up some special defense and make sure uh, that they're always playing their very hardest. Yeah, the women's team coming off a year where they led the conference in defense. Teams did not shoot well against them. Only 37% from the floor did opponents shoot. That number led the MAC. Also, their point-per-game number led the MAC in terms of points allowed. So a lot of exciting defense. Now, Coach Castro will tell you, and he'll talk to Tom about it, they want to add some offense to the lineup this year. They think they've done that. A couple of really high caliber transfers. Danielle Rainey comes from Florida. She was a a minute getter there. Now a grad transfer here at EMU. Treasure Thompson, uh, 
one of the best players out of the state of Illinois. She spent her freshman year at LSU, but has made the transition closer to home here at EMU. And then, of course, some returners, all-MAC players. Sonera Skeins is back for another year, will dominate the low post in this conference. And then Ariana Combs back for more. Uh, somebody who really... Coach Castro and thinks could be a WNBA type of caliber. So a, a lot of exciting things on both sides of the ball. And uh, we'll be excited as we get into play to bring you updates all season long. Don't forget uh, both Monday's exhibition as well as Friday's men's exhibition are open to the public and free. If you come out of the convo, doors will be open before the regular season gets underway. We know we said we will talk a lot of hoops, but we'd also be remiss if we did not congratulate the EMU men's cross country team on picking up Mid-American Conference Championship number 154 for the school as they won the school's 25th men's cross country championship over the weekend at Eagle Crest. Congratulations to Coach Rinker and company as they'll be next in action at the Great Lakes Regional. Uh, the women's side did not have nearly the same firepower, and Coach Parks will be rebuilding. Uh, and But still a good finish for the women uh, as they will be back in action as well at that Great Lakes Regional. That was awesome. And not only did they win the championship, Greg, they did it here in Ypsilanti. Eagle Crest Golf Club was the site of the championship, a really fun course that was laid out. A lot of uh, spectators out in a so thank you to everybody that was out to watch both races, the men team, the men's team, as you said, an absolutely dominating performance, three runners in the top six of, of that category. And uh, Vinnie Magnuson, an absolute dominating race, won the entire race by over three seconds. So that's pretty awesome when you know about running. That's something that you and I are not well versed in no. running, but uh, they were absolutely awesome, able to claim their 15th championship in the last 17 years and their third straight. Congratulations to them. We know our time is short today, but we'll be back to a traditional show next week to get you set for EMU versus Ohio on the football field. And then the busy slate of it, you've got uh, swimming at home. You've got men's and women's basketball both going and still volleyball in part of the mix. But for now, it's time to talk a lot of hoops and take our quick first time out. For 82 years, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has been and continues to be committed to families all across Michigan by providing access to care however, wherever, and whenever they need it. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Whether you're in the D or out to sea, we always bring you the E on the only show that brings you all things Eastern all the time. The Eastern Insider Podcast. Stan Heath, men's head basketball coach at Eastern Michigan University. You've actually been waiting a long time to hear that title, haven't you? <laughs> I like the sound of it. It's great to be back home. Great to be back with uh, so many friends and um you know, people that uh, I went to school with or interacted with when I was at Eastern Michigan. And uh, I'm enjoying, uh, you know, kind of the start of this uh, this new uh, this new tenure. So uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're working real hard right now. I'm glad to hear you say you're enjoying it because it's, it's a lot of work. It's to introduce your style of basketball into a program to build a team that you want to have around you. That's not an easy task. Not at all. And, um, you know, the first piece was just kind of putting a roster together. You know, obviously with the, the transfer portal and, uh, you know, so many guys uh, leaving, coming, staying, all those different things. Uh, we actually added nine new players to our roster. Uh, so that was the first piece. And then obviously from there, uh, just having the time in the summer, I think, was good. Uh, building a little bit of chemistry, bonding, learning, uh, those guys getting to know me and kind of the expectations and, and how we want things to be done in our in our in our program. So uh, it's been a work in progress. But I love it. I mean, you can't do you can't do high level.
level athletics and not enjoy your job. You know it's work. Right. You have to enjoy being around young people, and you've got to enjoy the process that uh, you're going to go through. Tell the fans a little bit about some of the new faces we're going to see that you've brought into this program that you expect to make an impact right away for you. Well, as I said, there's nine, so I got a long list of guys. We can touch on a couple we'll if you want. A few. I, I think well, let's start with the front court guys. And so uh, Mo Jine is is a uh, Mo Jai is a six foot ten center from uh, Centerville, Ohio. Uh, he's I think going to be a really good player as, as time goes on. He'll be ready to go right now, but you know you'll see he's got uh, you know moves around the basket. He's got a big size, like he's not. He's not a thin kid. He's around 250. Uh, so he can kind of anchor the middle for us. So I'm excited about him. Uh, I'm excited about Colin Golston. Um, I think when you see him, you're going to say, why isn't he out here playing football today? Because we probably could use him because he's about six foot six. And I mean, he reminds me, I had a kid a long time ago, Antonio Gates. He's built very similar to Antonio Gates and a lefty as well, too. But very strong, very powerful kid. Uh, kind of that that tweener Mac player that uh, has success in our league. Again, two freshmen. Uh, and then we look at our backcourt, and I, I really like, uh, I think he's going to be a fun, exciting player, Noah Farrakhan. Like, he's super fast, uh, super athletic. He can score in, in different parts of the court, whether it's the three, whether it's getting to the rim, whether it's mid-range shooting. Uh, and he can make plays for his teammates. So he's going to he's gonna be a key player for us. As he goes, will be a, a barometer of how our team is. And I really think some of the key pieces, I think, coming back that I'm excited about, keeping Bryce McBride here, I think was very important. Uh, and, and Darren Spotsville, both those two guys are very good leaders for us at this point in time. They're learning some things, uh, the, kind of the change, playing man-to-man, all those different things. But they've really bought in. I think that was always the biggest key of having those kind of guys buy in uh, to be kind of the tone setters for the uh, the younger guys as they're learning college basketball. So there's quite a few more guys, but I just want to touch on No, them. that's great. And we talked a little bit about the players. What style of basketball can fans expect to see? Yeah, you know, it's hard to describe because you'd have to watch an NBA game to, to see our style. And, and, and you can't watch any NBA game because there's going to be some teams with uh, Durant or Harden or, or LeBron that, you know, they're just playing isolation and right, they're just doing right. thing. But when you look at like a Miami Heat or you look at the Knicks or you look at some teams that, that don't have maybe the super duper stars, but you see how they play uh, in a lot of pick and rolls. They play in a lot. They use their big guys as what we call trigger men okay. to initiate a lot of your offense uh, and dribble handoffs and things like that. But I think you'll notice the spacing on the floor where guys have room to kind of play and, and, and make plays for each other. That's a big thing that we really try to emphasize in the movement going Going from one action to the next action to the next action and getting high quality possessions uh, as much as possible every single time out. We're talking with EMU men's basketball coach Stan Heath. Quick strike is a word I remember from Quick your strike. Your, yeah. Does that mean that doesn't necessarily mean run and gun, but it means if the opportunity is there Absolutely. initially, pull the trigger. We're, we're really hunting for easy baskets. So we get a made shot or a missed shot, especially the miss. But even on a made, we're really trying to push tempo, get the ball up the court. Uh, the pass is faster than the dribble, uh, trying to get pressure on the rim, trying to keep defense is on their heels. Uh, so yeah, that's what we call a quick straight offense, trying to score in about six seconds or less. And But if it's not there, we're not just trying to take a bad shot, but we have an open shot, a good shot, it's the right guy. We want to take it, be aggressive. If it's not there, then obviously we want to make the defense guard us. So that is a big deal. But we also want to get offense from our defense. We want to be a pressure defensive team. Uh, we want to be a team that uh, doesn't give up a lot of easy points. We want to protect the paint good rebounding team, but we've got some speed. We've got some athleticism. We want to utilize that. Another thing I remember from your introduction press conference is you talked about what you want this team doing in March. And you talked about filling the arena and this team being a postseason presence on the regular. I think some people think that that's great. I, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad Stan believes that, right. but you do believe that like you, this is, there's going to be a fundamental change in this program. 
Well, I think we've got to we've got to we've got to see ourselves as champions. We've got to see ourselves as guys who can win at a high level uh, in order to get there. And so we're going to put the work in uh, where the work takes us. We'll see where it goes. But uh, I don't want to go into any game feeling like, oh, that's so and so, and they did this, and and we can't. I, I don't have that attitude. I don't have that mindset. So uh, I want our team to believe. I do think our team is better than what people think. Uh, are we right now one of the best teams in the league? Maybe not. Can we get there because we have youth? I think it's very possible. Um, we have really good pieces. We like we're in practice right now. We score the ball fairly well. Uh, we've got multiple guards that can play in pick and rolls, handle the ball, and make plays. And we've got tremendous size on the court. And we really can go about 9, 10, 11 players deep if we want to. So there's there's some really good pieces here. And I think we do have star power. Like I think guys that can come in a night and maybe average 15 to 20 points a night. You're not afraid to wander into shark infested waters either. When you set up this schedule, you open at Indiana. You go to Michigan State. You're at DePaul Thanksgiving weekend. You're going down to Northern Kentucky. Yeah. You know, it's okay to ease into it a little bit. <laughs> well, I think, one, I think uh, our fans have been wanting um, a schedule that uh, is challenging. Um, and, you know, probably in some ways it may not reflect our team, maybe our record right away, or maybe it does. I'm not sure. But I think the most important part is I learned through the years, and I've played in this league. I've coached as an assistant in this league. I've coached as a head coach in this league uh, for the second time now, uh, that the most important thing is your team ready to go when you play in the MAC, And because it's really going to be one team, hopefully we'll get to the point where there's multiple teams, but there's going to be one team that wins the league. There's going to be one team that wins the tournament, and those are the teams that are going to postseason. It's not going to be the team that goes 10 or 11 and 0 in non-conference that's going to do it. It's going to be the team that's most prepared and battle-tested, uh, iron sharpens iron, to get to the MAC and be ready to go. I'm so excited for basketball season. I am. And I know EMU fans are too. And they look at the schedule like, you know what? We might go down to Bloomington and surprise some people. You know, and it's great to have that Sorry. energy. Well, I, I think one, uh, I want to recruit a certain level of guy too. And I want that guy to know like, hey, we're going to play against big, you know, high caliber team, power five teams. And, uh, you know, you get a chance to, to be on a stage where you play against those kind of guys and show what you can do. And if you play with a little bit of a chip on your shoulder like that, um, you never know what doors might open, open for yourselves. But it also is going to help our team down the road. It's going to be exciting. It starts November 9th at Assembly Hall against Indiana. Stan, appreciate it. Thank you very Thanks, much. Tom. Appreciate He's Stan it. Heath, the head coach of the Eastern Michigan Eagles. There's only one podcast in Washtenaw County that takes you inside the athletic department every single week. The Eastern Insider Podcast. Your home for all things Eastern all the time. Fred Castro, women's basketball coach. Season about to begin. This is it, and it feels a little more normal, doesn't it? Last year was such a weird year. Yeah, there's a, certainly more of a sense of normalcy. You know, it's funny. The other day, I got my uh, allotment of season tickets that I get to, you know, give out to family and friends, and it's just nice to be able to do that again, and uh, nice for the players to have a, a, a crowd. It, it creates so much energy. It's so important, just for the environment and. And for their experience, you know, last year was so abnormal. Uh, it's nice to kind of get a little bit back into the routine of things. Talk about your team that you got heading into this season. You got a nice core of returners, and you've added some new new faces. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I'm so excited. Uh, you know, you return a player like Ariana Combs, uh, Sonera Skeins, uh, that have so much experience and and playing played at a high level in this league. And then you add exciting players such as Lachelle Austin, a freshman out of Wayne High School, uh, who had an f- unbelievable senior year. And then transfers like Treasure Thompson from LSU and Danielle Rainey uh, from uh, Florida. 
So there's a great combination there of experience, know-how, and then just a lot of talent coming in that just brings in new juice, new energy, and that's always exciting to add. What you need, it's good to, it's good to change things up. It challenges sure. the team, and, and playing in the MAC is never easy. <laughs> right, and what's funny is that you say we're bringing back so much, and I look at the rosters across the league, and everybody is bringing back, essentially with the exception of one or two teams, uh, their entire roster. So, uh, you know, if you thought the MAC was good, in the past, this year, it's going to be unbelievable because there's so much more experience. Uh, obviously, players got another year developed. They know the system that much right. more. So uh, the quality of basketball this year is going to be really exciting to watch. We're talking with women's basketball coach Fred Castro. It's okay to dip your toe in the in the non-conference waters. You're kind of jumping in head first. You got a tough trip. You're going down to Miami for a couple games down there. You go to Oklahoma. You go play the Michigan Wolverines. You're certainly not easing into the MAC schedule. No, but that's by design, right? Right. Um, you know, I want our, our players to get certain experiences while they're here. Uh, going to Oklahoma, I know what that environment's going to be like. Uh, you know it really well. I know it really well, right? And 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 then we also have three Oklahoma players, so getting them to go back home that's a big deal. We're going to Miami. Uh, for a tournament to get Nat home as a senior, uh, play a tournament there. And then uh, Michigan is Michigan, right? They're in your backyard. Uh, you know, the goal is to play those guys in postseason play at some point. So you got to prepare these guys for that kind of stuff. And then you want to know exactly what you got going into MAC play because the league is so good. Uh, so I think it gives us a combination of uh, getting to play some home games early, uh, kind of getting into the the routine, if you will. Right. And then getting on the road and uh, really challenging ourselves. When you talk about foundations, you build off of a year ago, you guys go to the Mac tournament, uh, mm-hmm. an early exit in that one, but it's always good to get that experience, go to Cleveland and build off of that. Do you feel that last year was a good springboard for this year? Yeah, in many ways. I mean, if, if you look at where we were prior to February and we had the 25 days off to, due to to contact tracing. We had, we had won, I want to say six of our last eight. We had beat central Michigan at central. We had beat Ohio here. We were playing really good basketball. So from that standpoint, I think our players know how good we can be um, when we're locked in and we're doing, we're playing Eastern Michigan basketball and, and then, you know, getting to get players like an Ariana Combs to come back for another year uh, those, those are big deals, right? She could have played professionally. Uh, mm-hmm. she could have probably transferred and gone to a BCS program, uh, but she chose to come here and stay here and, and compete for a championship. So, um, I'm really excited about the potential of this team. If, if I remember Combs, I think they made her like third team all Mac last year at the end of the season. She seemed like she was way too far down the list. I expect a player possessed coming out to prove to the conference don't sleep on me. Yeah, you know, she was already first team all defense. Um, but the work that Ariana has put in this summer has been nothing short of remarkable. You know, uh, she was getting some WNBA looks. Uh, I was able to get some good feedback. Uh, and I shared that with her on what she needed to really work on, uh, both for her individually and for us collectively to be the best program we can be. And uh, give her a lot of credit. She took every word I told her and she 
she she acknowledged it and then she went to work and that's the stuff that really makes her um different right the maturity and then the ability to work on it and get better uh you're gonna see a different ariana combs uh than you've seen uh in previous years and that's pretty scary because she was a damn good player Really good, past. really good. Like we said, part of a part of a great core that's coming back, and it's it's going to be exciting to watch this team out there. And I got to tell you, I got we're kind of going back to where we started as far as things getting back to normal. I watched the men play last week against Oakland, and I got excited just to see the bench was set up normal, that everybody was sitting shoulder to shoulder, that there were people in the stands, and it's. Not that you take it for granted, but as we went through last year, there was nobody in the stands. The benches are spaced out. There's the contact tracing. There were so many other challenges just to get to the court and play a game that this year, a lot of those obstacles have been removed. And it just feels like, especially for your seniors, like, all right, this is all we got to worry about is us. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to quantify how much mental strain that put on the players, right? Uh, I think there's a lot to be said for all the additional things they had to do last year. Uh, They had to come in on their off days and get tested. Uh, When we went on road trips, they had to sit in specific seats. And I mean, there was just so much planning and that stuff, you know, slowly wears on you. And that being said, we were managing it incredibly well. And then unfortunately, due to contact tracing, you know, something that's really out of their hands in, right. a, in certain fashion. Um, we lost essentially the month of February. So um, I think these guys are so eager to go play, so eager to make this a special year, especially for those seniors, not just the seniors for the seniors, right? but the freshmen, sophomores, and juniors, uh, making sure that our seniors leave the right way. And uh, and it's shown in practice, you know, our, our energy, our juice uh, is palpable and uh, that always votes well for for a program. 30 seconds left. Give me two things this team needs to do well coming out of the gate that you want to see out of your program. Yeah, our you know, our foundation is always defense. Right. Uh, so that's always kind of be the the non-negotiable. That being said, we have changed a number of things offensively. Uh, we spent a lot of time on it uh, this offseason. And so uh, being able to make that adjustment, and I think it's going to bode well for us in, in terms of the kind of shots we take and who's taking those shots. So uh, we're really excited about what we look uh, a little bit dif- differently on offense. I'm pumped up. I'm ready. Now it's basketball season. It's here. Here we go. Fred Castro, women's basketball coach. This has been another edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast, powered by Learfield and presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Tune in every Monday for new episodes all year long. And don't forget to visit emueagles.com slash podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts for all of our episodes on demand.